If you're going to self-manage your rental properties, you know I'm a big fan of finding that proper tool to get the job done. Well, we want to tell you about RentReady. RentReady is a really awesome property management software that allows you to manage your business from your computer or phone. Collect rent online and get paid. Find that perfect tenant with their screening and listing services and get your leases signed with the click of a button. And tenants really love using RentReady's app too. They can pay rent using card, ACH, or cash, set up auto pay, get renter's insurance if you require it, and even build their credit score through RentReady's new credit reporting feature. Did we also mention that RentReady is unlimited and all of this is flat priced? No tricks or hidden fees. RentReady is designed for people to manage their own properties so you don't have to worry about paying more for building your business. You can start managing and scaling your rental properties without scaling costs. And RentReady has given us an amazing deal to pass on to the REI Mastermind Network. You can get RentReady's annual plan for only $54 at RentReady.com when you use our special code MASTERMIND. That's RentReady.com, R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com with code MASTERMIND, M-A-S-T-E-R. M-I-N-D at RentReady.com to get RentReady's annual plan for only $54. We're rolling. Welcome to the House Dudes Podcast, where we invite you to follow us on our journey towards financial freedom using the power of real estate. I'm Jack Haas. And I'm Josh Koth. Here at House Dudes, we believe in a couple key principles. Number one, the best way to retain information is by teaching it to others. And number two, a rising tide lifts all boats. We're not competitors, we're a community. So let's get into some real estate investing. Hey, we're always looking for new ways to add some additional value to our residents while adding some additional income. Well, here's your chance. Take a look at a new app in the iOS and Android app stores called Express Mask Delivery. This is a way to add some additional value to your residents while increasing your revenue. Again, it's Express Mask Delivery. Make sure you use the offer code JACK to unlock some additional benefits. Again, Express Mask Delivery. Use the offer code JACK. Well, we have James and Samara Harvey on the line, and I really appreciate both of you joining me here today. It's Like I mentioned before we started here, this is unique to have uh, a couple on the show. So I, I enjoy having more than just a one-on-one conversation. So this should be awesome. I want to, this is going to be a very unique conversation here today. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. And I, I warned you, we're probably going to go down a rabbit hole here today because I'm really interested in this subject. So before we start things off though, I'd like you to introduce yourself to uh, our listeners. So uh, Samara, why don't we start with you? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm Samira Harvey, the other half of uh, Trailer Cash Academy. We actually started our journey in real estate investing and we've kind of morphed into learning how to get into mobile home investing. So I'll kind of start from the beginning. So, um, you know, we really were wanting to be entrepreneurs from the very beginning. We had all types of businesses. We did photography. We were personal trainers. I had him selling crazy rap things at one point. <laughs> we did a whole bunch of different things. Um, but um, fast forward, we, we ended up uh, reading the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it really resonated with us. We we're like, wow, like this is something that we can get behind. I believe in this foundation. And then I ran across a Rich Dad, Poor Dad seminar. 
And mm-hmm. so um, I was on Facebook and I was like, Jay, hey, they're teaching real estate here. Let's go check it out. And we were super, super inspired by, um, you know, just the stories and what can be with the possibilities of real estate investing. And so we jumped in head first. We, we decided to roll with that business. But it didn't go so well in the beginning, right, Jay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um, actually met a, um, a shady investor. So we got into a deal. Um, it was actually a $30,000 investment. We did not know it was being foreclosed on. So he actually had us and a few other investors part of a big scheme where he actually took off with about $250,000. And then we also had a deal that we were working on with the fix and flip. It was a complete burnout. We got into it head first. We put about 60 grand into that deal. We thought we were going to make a return back in about four months. It actually took us about 15 months just to get our money back and make a very small return. So um, just starting out with our journey, we were cash strapped and we were, you know, down the dumps. Luckily, we had some great friends in our circle. Um, they encouraged us, continued to add fuel to our fire and um, invited me to go to a event where it just so happened that an individual was talking about mobile home investing. He was about 80 years old. He was talking about doing about twenty dollars to $25,000 a month with mobile home investing and not using more than two to $5,000 of his own money. He's like, hey, if you guys aren't looking at this opportunity, you're doing yourself and your financial future a disservice. So I got that information, ran home to Samara like, hey, I think I found an avenue where we can get out of this hole. I told her mobile home investing, First words to me was, hell no, you know, (laughs) (laughs) trailer trash, you know, eight mile. Those are the things that that come to mind. However, we um, really dedicated ourselves to learning in this niche. We really focused on um, going onto YouTube, going onto Google and finding out as much information as we can about mobile home investing. We saw a huge opportunity right in our backyard. Yeah, so we ran for it. This was about three years ago. Um, since then, we've been able to complete over 400 transactions with mobile homes. We flip them inside of mobile home parks, um, and which is a really unique niche. Not a lot of people are doing that. Um, and we've seen a lot of success with it. And now we have our academy where we've got hundreds of students learning how to do this as well. It's just really, really a blessing to be able to share the knowledge. So let's let's clarify something here then. So you're... Do you work with some of the trailer park owners and and find these trailer parks? Are, are you essentially flipping trailer houses? Yeah, so we focus on just the manufactured homes, so inside of mobile home parks. <laughs> so the park owners own the land, they rent the land to the tenants, but most of them actually own their own homes. So we're actually going in and working directly with the homeowners and buying and selling their properties. Yeah, the great thing is a lot of mobile home park owners and park managers, they have vacancy issues. They need help bringing new homes in or they need help bringing in buyers for some of their vacant homes. So we're able to go in there uh, bring them value, serve a need, and get paid for doing so. Sure. So let's talk. Can we analyze one of the deals that you're talking about here? Then, like, how does this how does this work? You're you're working either with the trailer park owner or the owner in, themselves, and you acquire a trailer park. Is it typically, you know, a, a good example with uh, single family homes? A lot of people will try to get seventy percent under value. Uh, for that. Is that a similar type of ballpark for you or how does that work? Yeah. yeah. So we use very, very similar strategies as real estate that we learn. We wholesale these homes, we fix and flip them, we 
use seller financing for passive income. We even broker the deals. So we have a lot of the same real estate strategies. We're just focusing on manufactured homes. Um, and so, like you said, we go in, a lot of these sellers are distressed. Maybe they're getting evicted from the park. Maybe there was a death in the family or some reason they need to move. And we're able to offer them a low, you know, a lower offer for their property. Um, a lot of what we teach, at least for beginners, is how to actually wholesale properties so that they can get into these deals and not have to use any of their own money and still be able to make a great return. Do you want to tell them a little bit of, of yeah. an example? Yeah, one, um, one deal that one of our students recently done, um, she actually ran across an opportunity where she found a home. It was worth about $20,000. The the seller of the home, he only wanted about $10,000. He was distressed. He was very motivated. So she actually put it on the market for about $18,000, ended up finding a buyer in less than 24 hours, sold the home for $15,000, was able to, of course, make sure the seller walked away with $10,000. She made $5,000, didn't use any of her own money. And more importantly, she gained the confidence to actually close that first deal and then move on. We say mobile home investing is just a stepping stone, stepping stone into whatever you want to do with your real estate investing career. Sure. So uh, do you typically do the same type of marketing that uh, for single family buyers too, you know, yellow letters, that type of thing? Yeah. So we do a combination of things. Of course, we always teach the three basics, driving for dollars, um, using bandit signs, uh, going out there, contacting park managers. But outside of that, one of our best strategies has actually been, you know, uh, using a website and SEO optimization as well as uh, direct mail. So uh, yellow letters and postcards have been very, very valuable for us in finding motivated sellers. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about when you say you're flipping a trailer house, how does that typically look? You know, um, you know, I have numbers in my head when we're doing a fix and flip for our house. And that's basically part of my, my business. We wholesale quite a few single family homes and fix and flip a few, and we hold some as rentals. Uh, the, the, we, the mobile homes themselves pop in every once in a while. You know, we get people that, that call us. But frankly, I'm not sure what to do with them. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Like, how do you run the numbers associated with a fix and flip when it comes to a mobile home? And is there, do you just basically have it down to a formula right now where maybe, you, maybe there are even homes that you just won't touch? Yeah, so mobile homes are a little bit different than real estate in that we don't have as much data as like an MLS and all of that where you can just pull the numbers up online, you can just run the comps and do all of that. A lot of what we have to do is really get out in the fields and become a market expert in our local area. Um, however, it's the same concept. So we, we go in, we you know give an offer for the property. A lot of, and I can give you an example, you know, one of our very first fix and flips uh, we actually purchased the property for $2,500, so the price points are a lot lower. We don't typically like to put more than $5,000 into repairs into the property. We just stick to the big five main repair items, the, the flooring, the roof, the plumbing, the electrical, and the air conditioner, as long as those things are functional. So yeah, and the flooring. Um, as long as those things are functional, most of our buyers will come in and do a lot of the cosmetic work ourselves. So we're not doing HGTV type of renovations here. Sure. It's really just getting a structurally good property ready for the buyer. So our first property we bought for 2500 bucks. 
we ended up putting, I think, $1,000 into it. And then we actually seller financed it. We sold it for about $13,000 on seller financing. And we actually were able to get $3,000 down. So we got a majority of our money down on the down payment. And then we created cash flow for the next three to six, I think it was five years on that note for, um, for the rest of the month. And great, the great thing is we're not going here wanting to be landlords. We're not taking care of, you know, tenant toilet problems in the middle of the night, termites, fixing things. We're simply acting as a bank. We're, we're literally going on and being a lien holder on these properties. And these buyers that are buying these homes, they're getting great homes. They're getting it for an affordable price. And they have that pride of ownership. Many of them, they can't afford single family homes or they've been denied. So this is just a stepping stone for them in order to get into an actual single family house. Sure. So let's talk a little bit about, you mentioned sometimes they're behind on their lot rent and, and uh, they're on the verge of being evicted. How do you typically have to work with the property owners to resolve some of that? I'm sure you're kind of the middleman at that point. Yeah, most of the time, the uh, park manager and park owner, they'll, of course, look to us to come and make sure that lot rent is up to date. So whenever we're doing any type of buying holds on homes, we're only doing buying holds on homes that we don't mind getting back. So um, what we'll do, we'll usually work with the seller. Sometimes they're in financial distress. Actually, 80% of the sellers that we work with, they actually pay us to get out of the rest of their loan. We'll get the home back with that money that they paid us. We'll go in and do any type of small repairs. We'll put the home right back on the market and find another buyer. What we also do is we're introducing ourselves to the park owner, usually the park manager, letting them know, hey, we are the lien holder and we want to make sure that all lot rent each and every month is paid regardless if our buyer stops paying you. So we want to pay that lot rent. We'll come in. Usually we'll end up paying no more than a month of lot rent while we're getting the home back market ready and then going out finding a buyer and doing the whole transaction all over. again. So do you typically then pay the lot rent or do you, like does the your resident pay you the, the I guess it'd be, I, I don't want to call it a mortgage because it's really not that because it's more like a car, right? We got to exactly. see this more of a, as a, as a title like that type of a transaction versus a proper, like a property or a house. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll go ahead. You just call it a lien. Yeah, we call it, these are uh, chattel loans basically is what we're doing. And um, whenever we are selling a home on a note, uh, our buyer is usually the one that is responsible for paying the lot rent. They're of course going in, sign the application with the park. It is his or her responsibility to pay that lot rent. However, uh, upon them missing any type of lot rent payment, that's when we step in as a lien holder, make sure that it's caught up, up to date, and then you know bring in our new buyer. Oh, okay. So um, based on that, um, what is what is your level of success regarding people who can follow through and stick out a whole the the duration of the loan? Yeah, we found that um, over 80% of our buyers actually fulfill their payments. And we get about 20% of our homes back. Again, we don't mind when we get the homes back because we actually end up making even more money when we do so. So a lot of them, we do a very, very, very uh, stern kind of like background check. We make sure that they are qualified, not just to live in the park, but qualified to live in the home. Uh, we're making sure we're checking their debt to income ratio. 
Uh, we're checking the credit scores. We're checking proof of income. So we have a very thorough vetting process that we put all of our buyers through. And I think that's why our um, uh, the amount of buyers that have been paying over the long haul have been so high compared to that 20% that uh, have stopped paying. Sure. So what's the process regarding uh, getting the title and everything too then? Because, you know, uh, we've had situations where people claim that they own the own the trailer house outright. Unfortunately, they don't have the title. There's a whole process associated with getting that cleared up too, isn't there? Yeah, and, and that varies state by state. So, you know, in a state like Arizona, you know, the getting title is very, very simple as far as it's an electronic state, so everything's in the system as long as you have your photo ID and you can prove that you are the owner or the lien holder on the title, they can reprint you one very, very easily. Other states, it's a little bit more complicated, but for the most part, as long as you have record of ownership or a bill of sale, most states that make it very simple. It's, at the, it's in most of the transactions go through the motor vehicle department instead of any type of escrow or titles. So the process is usually pretty quick, like mm-hmm. transferring like a used car or something like that. Sure. So you mentioned talking to the trailer park owners and or management. Have you run into trailer park owners who end up, you know, uh, end up with trailer houses because of an eviction that they don't know what to do with? Yeah, those are our bread and butter deals. So what we teach our students to do is to go talk to the park managers, talk to the park owners and actually let them know about the value that you present as an investor. Many of the park owners that we know, they do not want to own those homes. They only want to continue owning the land. So they want the homes gone as soon as possible. So that's where we come in. We have a lot of buyers usually knocking at the door, looking for the right opportunity to get in some of these homes. And then we let them know, hey, our buyers, they're looking to stay anywhere for four to six years in most of these homes. So they look at us as saying, hey, Man, you guys are going out there doing all the dirty work, bringing in the buyer. We don't have to worry about you bringing in a bunch of non-qualified applicants. This is a win-win for us. So those are our bread and butter deals. We love those. Sure. So how how have your portfolio now, or uh, do you operate? Do you would you suggest people operate in their backyard, or are you doing kind of some virtual work as well? Yeah. So we recommend the beginners, the people that are just getting started, to start where they're at. Start in your backyard because it's going to be the easiest to learn. It's going to be the easiest to be able to walk through these properties and really get a feel for what is going on, you know, what what repairs need to be made. It's a lot easier to actually move that transaction. But as you get a little bit more experience, we definitely recommend doing deals virtually and joint venturing with other people in other states. We do a lot of deals virtually with our students. So it can be done. It's just a matter of kind of understanding the basics and then kind of building from there. Sure. So um, based on everything, your experience now, how long have you been doing this? We've been doing this for about three, three years now, three, three and a half now. years actually. Yeah. Sure. So based on your experience, um, like what are some of the uh, biggest benefits associated with this versus some of the traditional? You've had some experience with traditional real estate investing as well. So what would you say some of the key benefits are one versus the other? I think the benefit, one of the biggest ones, and we have a couple, you know, we'll share. Uh, I think that one of the biggest ones is just the time. Um, you're able to get these deals done sometimes in hours, if not days or just 
you know, as little as a week when it comes to um, real estate investing, there's usually some form of a third party that you're going to have to involve in order to get the deal done. That's one of the biggest things that our clients are looking for. Like they're just trying to get that one deal done. And they're not trying to take a bunch of time. Another thing is you don't need as much, uh, as much of resources with, that you would need with the real estate side. When I say resources, I'm talking about money and I'm talking about people. Usually you can come in and just be a one stop shop. You can really set your business up, run it on your own. You don't need, you know, $50,000 in order to get these flips done. You don't need five or six man crews. You can literally get in, get out on your own. So that's the biggest benefit for me is that you're saving yourself a bunch of time. You're saving yourself a bunch of money. And you just don't need a bunch of people involved like you would with real estate. There's not appraisers. We're not really working with general contractors. You usually don't need permits outside of just moving these homes out of parks. Yeah, and then another huge benefit is that this is the most affordable uh, version of housing. And so especially in today's times, people need affordable housing. We know there's a big shortage across America. And you would be surprised. We were blown away at the demand for these properties when we started getting into this business. It's like we would post a property, we get hundreds of hits. And you'd be like, wow, like people are knocking our door down just to get into these properties because they're affordable. And so I think that's a huge, huge benefit because I know, in, especially in today's times, we don't want to cut, you know, going into a recession, we really want to be in that affordable space so that we can serve more people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, based on some of the information that uh, was sent to me regarding they, one of the things on here that is going to intrigue, that intrigued me and popped out right away. And so I'm going to have to call it out and put you on the spot. It says how you can make $10,000 in less than 48 hours. So, uh, see, I got some nods. So I, I need yeah. to understand or see how that's possible. Yeah. And that's, that's funny because we actually did that twice last week, which is kind of crazy. We closed two deals, just very similar um, and the strategies that we use for that specific deal, for those specific deals, we're wholesaling the properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were able to find a motivated seller. We were able to negotiate their property. One of them, um, he wanted $20,000. We were able to negotiate him down to $14,000. And then we have an extensive buyer's list, but we were able to basically close with him and sell the home to another buyer within the same day for $25,000. So, you know, it's, it's really just about getting in there, finding people that are motivated, and then having a good buyer's list where you can resell the properties quickly. And the beauty is with the mobile homes that are on land. Many of the motivated sellers that we work with, they have these mobile homes on land and they're looking to move their old mobile home and build a new home on it or put a new manufactured home on it. A lot of the time, the sellers, they don't know the value of the home. They're under some type of deadline where they have to get it moved in less than 30 days. And they usually don't want much for it. The hassle for them is just having the home there. If you could come in, make sure you're a man or a woman of your word, get the deal done, give them something uh, for the home versus nothing, they're usually gonna be able to make some really great money on those opportunities. Yeah, and one of the things that I found always interesting too is when I've talked to mobile home owners, you know, if they're getting evicted or something, they're in a situation too where they they usually don't have the money to move the the trailer house out of there or the the park has posted it so because the the situation there the park owner eventually can take possession of the trailer 
house in lieu of of the owed rent, right? So they they're kind of they're kind of stuck. And that's the last thing that mobile home sellers want. They don't want to just give their home away to the park for free because they know exactly what the park is going to do. The park is going to get it for free. They're going to clean it out. They're going to rehab it, and then they're going to put it back on the market and make a killing. So some of our best deals, I'm talking $20,000 profit opportunities have come from individuals that would rather sell us the home for peanuts versus allowing the park to get the home for free. Sure, sure. So is there, have you found a need or a, a way in which it makes sense to, when you acquire a, a mobile home, to move it to another park? Yeah, so a lot of the times we actually wholesale it out to buyers that have land or even park owners that are needing these homes for their park to fill their vacancies. But there is a lot of opportunity to actually move these properties to parks. Parks want to fill their vacancies. That's how they make money is by charging rent for the land. And so they're able to give us incentives to actually move homes into those parks. Um, So they're paid for the move. They'll give us free lot rent so that they can fill up their vacancies because at the end of the day, it's a long-term game for them. And the more homes that they can get in their park, the more money they make, the happier they are. And if they don't have to manage that, they don't have to do the work, we are bringing massive value to them. What have you typically seen when you're talking to park owners then regarding those type of incentives? Do they they give you just a few months of free rent or is it is it longer than that? How does that typically look? Usually it's a few months of free rent so that you can get the home in there. You, if you have to do any repairs, you can do that and you can resell the property to any buyer. Um, a lot of times they'll actually either give you a, a, a certain amount of money towards the move or they'll actually pay for the home to be moved into the park because otherwise they would have to go out there and find the home, pay for the home, move the home themselves, fix it up and find a buyer. This saves them a lot of time and a lot of money by just you know um, helping us get more homes in their park. Sure. So uh, I'm, I'm, there's a lot to unpack here, and I feel like I kind of jumped around a bit on you um, here today. And I, I see we're up at 30. See, I told you it was a rabbit hole, 30 minutes already. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, but some of the highlights that you, you brought up already, um, start in your backyard, particularly talk to the park owners and, and it sounds like that's your bread and butter right now. That's where you probably should start. And, and um, I, I'm, I, I speak of real world experience when I, when I ask that question about, okay, I got these trailer houses. Now what do I do with them? <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm not a, the only one in that boat. Um, I really think it's interesting that you guys, that you can do things you you say you you can do things in in hours versus days like in in my world i'm dealing with a lot of single family homes and you know it it's 30 days or more in my market to get through the whole buying and selling cycle um so that accelerated plan even though you're probably in t- talking about smaller dollar amounts you're probably easily making up any kind of difference there just in sheer volume that you can manage versus what I'm dealing with. And that's um, the beauty of, of mobile home investing. It is that, that, that volume and that two words, open title. It's great that when you can just open the title, the buyer can take that open title and go to the MVD and go through that whole process of getting that title in their name. As long as that title is open, 
you can try, you can close a transaction out in literally seconds. That's the, the, the best thing about it. You're focusing on that volume, doing five to 10 of those a month. It, it adds up really quick. Yeah, yeah. And then I really, of course, like the whole idea of not as much resources, whether it's your time, money, um, and the like too. It, um, it, it sounds like uh, you've really found quite the niche here. And if, 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 was there anything else that you wanted to highlight based on some of our conversation here today? Yeah, I just want to um, touch on uh, the, you know, idea of having a vision for this. So a lot of people, they hear this opportunity and they say like, man, there's a lot of money that can be made. But we always say, don't get so caught up in the money. You know, we talk about affordable housing, the affordable housing crisis that's going on in our country that no one talks about. I really believe that you have to have a serve first mentality. We're here to take advantage of opportunity, not to take advantage of people. We're all about creating transformations over mm-hmm. transactions because the transactions are refundable, transformations are not. So we always like to put our sellers and our buyers first, always create win-wins. Now you can come into this niche and have that me first mentality, but we we found that you usually burn out from that because reputation that gets around really, really fast. So you really have to have a serve first mentality in order to have sustainable success. Yeah. And, and I'll just add to that, you know, it's definitely about serving first. There's not a lot of people servicing this industry and this market. So, you know, you want to come in, you want to make a good reputation for yourself. People in mobile home parks talk. <laughs> so it's, it's all about, you know, putting yourself in a, a good position to really serve and help these people. They have a problem. You can solve the problem. And it's really about, it feels really good to be able to give somebody an opportunity to get into an affordable home and help somebody out of a bad situation. Sure. Well, I don't think we can end this podcast any better than that. Um, If they are, I understand that you do some coaching associated with this. If they, if people were interested in learning more or reaching out, where would they begin? Yeah, so the best place to learn more is on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can just go to youtube.com slash trailer cash academy and it's cash with a C. Um, and we have a ton of free videos and trainings on there for you guys. Just learn. We want you to learn, soak it up. And then if you're ready to kind of join the team, join, you're excited about what we're doing under all of our videos, we have a link to apply to join our academy. Well, I can't thank you enough. And if uh, I'd be so bold, I'd like to have you back again sometime. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be happy to be here. So I would really like to take a moment and change the topic um, because based on your previous experience and now moving into this, uh, just have an episode and talk a little bit about mindset. Oh, absolutely. That's That's our bread and butter. (laughs) So, well, I appreciate your time again. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us, Jack. We've put a lot of effort into providing useful content, and if you've found value in the show and have any interest in supporting us with a small donation, head over to patreon.com slash housedudes. And if you have any thoughts or questions, shoot us an email at info at housedudes.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at housedudes. And if you like what you're hearing, head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps other investors out there find the show. And remember, massive positive impact requires massive positive action. We'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by HouseDudes.com. Do you have time to actively manage flipping and rentals yourself? 
If so, go for it. If you live in a market that won't cash flow or don't have the time to do all the work, are you just out of luck? If there was a way to participate more passively, would that appeal to you? I'm sure you have questions about how the process works and what to do next. If that's the case, fill out the form on housedudes.com investors, and we'll reach out to see if you are a good fit for our business. This is First Come, First Serve, and we will have to stop taking applications when our goals are met. See you at housedudes.com investors. tell a man what to do with his money, but if you ain't investing in property, then you're dumber than a dummy. I'm not dumb. I'm smart. Well, buy property. That's my advice.